Hello, and welcome to the Partner Connection. This is Dell Technologies Partner Program Podcast. I'm Cheryl Cook, and today I'm delighted to be welcoming Darren Sullivan, who's our Senior Vice President of our Global Partner Operations for Dell Technologies. So welcome, Darren. Thanks, Cheryl. Happy to be here. Happy to have you join us. First of all, those that might not have seen you on a previous video, tell the team about what your area of responsibility is, because we have consolidated some additional responsibilities in your team. Yeah, happy to. And we've got a really great structure now. We've brought together all elements of partner operations across all of our different partner types, You know, whether it's reseller or partners that host as a service across our channels and alliances uh, portfolio of partners. We brought a number of different elements of partner operations that before might have been rolling up to different functions with the company all under one umbrella. So we're seeing really great opportunity to drive synergy and alignment of our priorities across a number of internal stakeholders that are driving the objectives of improving the partner ease of doing business, accelerating growth with our partners and so forth. That includes a number of things like the financial operations of our partner business, You know how we look at the plan, how we execute against the plan, how we measure progress and so forth. We've got the teams that support our program design that uh, Rola Dagger has in, in her organization. My team helps from a financial modeling of the program, how we execute the program, how we make it easier for partners to take advantage of the different components of our program benefits. And then last, we have a team completely focused around the partner experience, things like how we're driving transformation in that regard. What's our long-term strategy? How do we invest in technology and drive better automation? And then ultimately, how do we redesign processes, execute change, support our partners end-to-end? So all of that's under one umbrella now, which has been a really nice step forward in terms of us addressing the priorities of the partner business. That's a great example of just what enables us to continue to stay focused on speed. Consolidating all of that under your team you get a really comprehensive end-to-end view and in so many ways are the unsung heroes behind the operationalizing of all of our great ideas, right? We come to meetings and we come to strategy and program and process. And sometimes the intent is great, but the operationalizing of it would leave anything but a pleasant experience for our partners, or we couldn't actually stitch it together. So you guys are the voice of reason, (laughs) the voice of reason for us in so many ways. So (laughs) one thing I, I really have been impressed, and certainly my team and your team have been joined at the hip working on, but you've been such an advocate for really improving the overall partner experience and have really been the internal champion back with so many of our internal stakeholders to really deliver what our goals are on truly giving a more agile, flexible, real-time experience to our partners. And one of the decisions we took and I really give you a lot of credit for championing the cause internally that in a rather unusual year, we frankly leaned in on investments around the tools. And that's our unified incentive center. So for those that aren't aware and maybe don't interface with it, give just a little overview on what that is and why now was the right time for us to really embark on it. Yeah, sure. You know, this is a big step forward for us. And I think you're right, Cheryl, like this In retrospect, it was a bit of a gamble to 
take on something like this in the environment that we all experienced over the last year. But at the same time, it's actually a perfect time to drive you know, a change like this, really take advantage of the time to take a, a leap forward on the partner experience as it relates at least to the program side of the partner experience. So yeah, the Incentive Center was launched on February 1st. It's a new tool that provides one integrated program for partners in managing their rebates, MDF, and the My Rewards program. It's a really intuitive tool. It enables much more effective self-service. It's easier to navigate. There are a lot of different elements of the tool that make it easier for partners to access and understand where they are as it relates to their performance in the program. So we're really excited about the capabilities that we've put forward. The feedback, you know, it's early days, obviously, but we are getting real positive feedback from some of our partners in terms of the user experience and the ease of use. I think we really took a giant leap forward in that regard. So partners are seeing that manifest itself in this new solution. We also have a much better way to engage with partners from a support perspective when they need help as it relates to any of the elements that we just talked about on rebate MDF and my rewards. The support model embedded in the tool and supporting it is a big step forward as well. So this is part of our overall strategy. Like you said, we've had a multifaceted program around the partner experience transformation. This was a big component of it. And I'm happy to say that I think we really drove significant gains here in our overall objectives of making it easier to do business with us. Well, I just really thank you and your team's collaboration with our team. To your point, we really tried to be outside in on this one. How do we really make demonstrable progress in really improving the overall partner experience and taking the effort, the time, and the investment this year was, to your point, not a small decision, but just a great expression of where we're all in, right? We're just tirelessly committed to continuing to make advances. And this is a flexible, agile, cloud-like system that's going to enable us to be more responsive and, frankly, innovative with our partners. So one of the other areas in the theme of simplification as well as tools and overall experience is your team, again, are the unsung heroes doing a lot of the heavy lifting around bringing a unified configure and quote capability and really integrating some of our multiple quoting tools that our partners had to navigate. And that's one of our online solution configurator, OSC. And anytime you migrate and integrate to a common tool. There's some speed bumps and hiccups along the way, but this has been two years in the making and a whole lot of work from you and others. So talk to the team a little bit about the benefit and the promise of what OSC can bring and where we are in that overall rollout. Yeah, absolutely. It's been a major effort here. This is one of those things, Cheryl, you know, when there's mergers and acquisitions and integration of large companies, there's this initial integration of the companies and kind of claim success when you've successfully brought the companies together like we have. But then there's also this long tail, right, that nobody really wants to talk about of all the things that you have to do to fully get, you know, a company integrated on the same processes and systems and so forth. And this was one of them. This is a big undertaking. Look, the value for partners is pretty simple and clear. With this solution, they're able to 
configure price quote and order, the data center, ISG product portfolio in one place. We've commonized our policies and our processes that created complexity in the partner experience. That's now all one. So bringing those together is truly one experience across data center solutions. We've also been able to bring forward some really effective capabilities on, particularly on pricing, giving partners better predictability on pricing. As a registered partner, they've got more predictability and visibility of the pricing advantage that they have as the registered partner, as an example. And this also teed us up for Apex as well, like it enabled us to build a foundation upon which we can grow in the future as we you know, expand our capabilities in consumption end to end. And so a lot of promise, right? As you mentioned, in terms of the objectives, the benefits of the program. We, at the same time, our experience, what you normally do on large complex deployments like this is there are bumps in the road. We started piloting this about a year ago this month with a subset of partners in the US. We expanded the partner scope over the course of the year. We expanded the products. We started originally with a subset of the storage portfolio and we've expanded the product portfolio over the prior year. So kind of a gradual deployment to try to achieve our full potential. And we're working through some normal change management challenges, both internally and externally, making sure that people know the best practices, how to leverage the solution, What's changed from the old solution? What hasn't? We're spending a lot of time with our partners, really digging in on best practices and so forth, because really the way this is designed, particularly with some of the things that we've announced over the last 90 days on PowerStore and our objectives around providing uh, profitability from a front end as well as the back end incentives. Literally, if a partner goes into the solution with your registration, they're going to get a very competitive price to win that they don't necessarily need any additional price negotiation with our internal teams. They can literally go from there frictionless. Now, if they do need additional discounting, depending on the competitive situation, there's additional collaboration capabilities within the tool to connect with the right people, get the proper pricing in, and then place the order. So there's a real path to get to a frictionless process with fast turnaround times, with online competitive pricing, particularly in our storage portfolio that I really want to make sure we're enabling partners to take advantage of because there's a lot of potential here on moving the ball forward in this part of the partner experience from where we are. Now, and I appreciate and thank our partners for their patience and their partnership in working through this, but as we go into the mid to second half of the year, we'll be largely past these initial deployment hurdles and we'll be off and running. You know, Darren, I'm really glad you've walked through the value of the best pricing scenario with a deal registration, because what I really, really appreciate, and I want to make sure our partners understand, is you really embarked on a pricing process change, a methodology change around pricing, in addition to just migrating to a tool. So this isn't just about OSC. It's, again, at that higher level, broader experience to our partners to ensure we get them a price to win, we make it really responsive, so they're not spending unnecessary time with us and in our tools, and when you engage the process enabled by OSC, they actually are in a far better position than previously to be able to go out, compete, and win. So I think it's just a wonderful illustrative example of 
how we're looking at the whole aspect of a partner experience, not just the tool aspect of the experience. And also not just the tool, to your point, like when partners think about what our program is, they don't think about, okay, well, what rates can I get for base rebate or new business acquisition or what have you? It's the whole thing, right? It's their ability to win with us, which is a lot with our go-to-market engine and our product portfolio. But then it's also about the ability to easily transact, right? And then also achieve the profitability that they need, both in terms of their front end and their back end. It's the whole thing. And so we try to make sure that we're looking at all elements here to address what partners need to compete and win with us. And, you know, the early feedback has actually been very favorable. So to your point, we listen with big ears, we collaborate and test with our early partners that were involved in the pilot. We've iterated on it. So huge kudos to you and the team for great progress forward. And thanks for sharing all those insights. And again, what's in it for the partner to really lean in more aggressively with their team. So now let's just look, you know, it's not lost on me either that you rolled all this out and piloted with partners, you said one year ago. So we haven't stopped at all (laughs) during this crazy year, for sure to ensure we come out the other side better for it, right? So let's look forward and maybe what's on our big plate from a priorities perspective on really rolling forward for this year. We just came off record earnings, record year. Our partners have certainly contributed a lot to that performance. The market opportunity is great and we certainly don't see any rest on our horizon as we're leaning in. So talk a little bit about your top priorities going into the year. Sure. First things first is finish what we started, right? We've got a couple of things that we just talked about that were big deployments of new capability, both the incentive center and the solutions configurator. So there's work to make sure that we achieve our full potential on those. And so our partners are going to see us really engaging with them to ensure that we take their feedback, we adapt, we align our support models to make sure that they're getting the full benefit in the full capability of these investments that we've made. That's one. Second, we're aggressively leveraging this foundation to go support the company's strategy around Apex. And we're looking at from a partner enablement perspective end to end. So how do we enable these new offers that were coming to market, consumption-oriented, cloud-oriented offers, and how do we enable partners to transact? How do they resell? How do they engage with us? What's our program construct and how are we going to support our partner profitability model in a consumption model? So we're aggressively moving forward, leveraging the foundation that we have to build these capabilities end to end. And then third, we had to do some things to get our foundation in place. Now it allows us to really extend into the ecosystems of our partners. What we want to be able to do is create this seamless experience across the partner ecosystem. Our partners have invested heavily in automation on their own. Bringing together their automation and ours in a seamlessly integrated experience is gonna be key to really taking this to a whole other level. So we wanna be able to make sure, say with our distributors, that we're integrating as effectively as we can with them through automation so that their resellers and their end customers are working through multiple online tools in a seamless way that allows us to get pricing and solutions to market 
as quickly and seamlessly as we can. So that's another area is kind of building this extended ecosystem with our vast partner network that we're going to be investing heavily in this year as well. So those are the three main things. Finish what we started. We've got work to still do there to really achieve our full potential, accelerate our approach to partner enablement on Apex, and build this extended ecosystem across our partner base. Your team has been busy, no doubt. <laughs> I mean, it's just a crazy year. I don't think we've ever been busier. So just by way of reflection, tell me what you've taken away. What have you learned about your leadership style, your team, and how you're going to take some of those lessons or positive nuggets forward with you out of the past year? Yeah, you know, it, it really was a remarkable year. We, you know, we just went through our end of year performance review process, right? And so it gives you a chance to take stock and reflect back on what you and the team have accomplished. I really can't believe what we were able to deliver last year in this environment. Like if you had rewound time and said, okay, for the next year, we're going to be in the working model that we would be in, you know, no travel, everything remote to be able to pull off what we pulled off. I honestly, I could not have believed it. And so I just have this overwhelming sense of pride in the team and how they were able to adapt and navigate through an unprecedented experience and deliver more than collectively as a team, it was probably our most productive year. We have some things to still work through, right? So I'm not saying everything we did was perfect, but what we were able to accomplish last year and the position it puts us in going forward, honestly, I couldn't have asked for more. So, and I, you know, the other thing, Cheryl, that I think is interesting in this, my career, I've I'm constantly challenged with how do you drive change in an organization? How do you get people to do things differently to improve something, whatever that is, you know, whatever that objective is. And change management ends up being kind of some of the hardest things. Like you think some of the structural elements are the hardest things, but really getting people to change and adapt at scale, like we have to deal with, is where the, some of these investments, we make or break them. And I'll tell you, one of the lessons learned just in all of our experience with Zoom, we had this capability in the past. We had the ability to use video conferencing and things like that. We used a fraction of the capability previously. And overnight, we all changed to a different way of working, which shows you the capability and the potential was always there, but it required a major forcing function to do that. And so what it tells me is we are way more capable of moving faster and changing faster than we think. And how do you replicate that same energy? And obviously in a way that isn't a pandemic. For me, that's one of the takeaways that are directly relevant to the work that my team and I do is how do you drive change fast? And it shows that you can do it. Well, there's absolutely no question. And you have every reason to take pride in what you and the team have achieved. And I take a lot of personal gratitude and pride over what we've achieved together with our partners. If you just look at the resiliency and the grit, it's just remarkable. And I've been describing this pandemic almost as the great equalizer to your comment on change because it put all of us in the exact same circumstances around the globe, all of our customers, our partners, us, our colleagues. And if we had the choice or the option to do things the way we always did, our human nature and comfort and experience would say, do what I know. Yep. But when we're taking that away and we don't have the option anymore, 
we're all in the same circumstance, to your point, we just lean in through that psychological change and we just embrace it and look at what we've been able to do, right? And we're not going to yeah. go back. I mean, it's no. forever changed for sure. for sure. And it's just a wonderful example of what we can achieve in the human spirit, but also the collaborative nature with us and our partners and our customers that we all kind of leaned in. So Darren, in closing, share something, a fun fact with us that we may not know about you, would not be on your resume, your friends and colleagues might not know about you. What's a fun fact about Darren? Can I brag about one of my sons? Of course. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully that's, it's not about me, but it's, uh, so my oldest son, I have two boys, 18 and 17, both really good athletes. My older son plays football. My younger son, Colin, plays lacrosse. So my oldest son, Sean, he's captain of his high school football team. He's been a starting offensive tackle for them for three years, and uh, he's moving on to the next level. I was done, Cheryl. My athletic career ended in high school. There was nobody, <laughs> there was nobody asking me to go to the next level. Uh, but my, my son, Sean, will be um, playing at Yale next year on their offensive line. So we're really excited for that. And my younger son is trying to navigate the lacrosse recruiting process right now. He'll be able to play at the next level as well. So the two of them are doing phenomenal, both in the classroom and on the field. So that's something about me that I'm happy to share and brag about. Well, you have every reason to be proud and we're so excited to kind of watch them on the next level. And to your point, Yale is an amazing university. So they're great in the classroom as well as on the athletic field. So that's awesome. How fun. Look forward to kind of watching their next chapter. Thank you, Darren. I know our partners appreciate all that you and your team do. So thanks for taking time with us today. My pleasure. It was great. Great to chat. Thank you again, Darren. And partners, thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, or subscribe to our podcast and join us in a couple weeks for our next episode of the Partner Connection. Until then, be safe and stay well. 